Good morning and welcome to Current Radio. It's Monday, January 1st. Super nervous, Osaka holds on to win in her return, and we have updates from NFL Week 17. Packers make playoff push, while 49ers and Ravens clinch number one seeds. Plus, Wimbledon winner Kvitova announces her first pregnancy, and Stanford rides a hot start in an upset of number four Arizona. This coverage and more, up next. Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. Naomi Osaka, the four-time major winner, has made a triumphant return to professional tennis, marking her first win at the elite level since becoming a mother. It was a hard-fought victory over Tamara Korpach at the Brisbane International. Helena, can you give us more insights into this comeback? Absolutely, Stephen. Osaka, who is a two-time Australian and U.S. Open champion, had to pull out of last year's Australian Open due to her pregnancy. She and her partner, rapper Corday, welcomed their daughter Shy in July. This comeback match was a significant moment for her, and she admitted to being super nervous throughout. It's interesting to see how becoming a parent can change an athlete's perspective. Osaka mentioned wanting to be a good role model for her daughter. How do you think this new chapter of her life will influence her game? Well, Stephen, Osaka has spoken about how motherhood has given her a renewed focus on living in the moment. She's expressed a desire to return as much love as she's given, which shows a shift in her mindset. She's also mentioned being more aware of the younger fans in the crowd, seeing them differently now that she's a mother herself. So what's next for Osaka? Is there a significant match on the horizon? Indeed, Stephen. Osaka is set to face former number one and three-time Brisbane international champion Karolina Pliskova in the second round. It's going to be a match to watch. And what about the men's draw? Any notable events there? Yes, Stephen. In a surprising turn of events, third-seeded Ben Shelton, who reached the U.S. Open semifinals last year, was defeated by Roman Safiulin. Safiulin, although ranked 39th, has had wins over Carlos Alcaraz and Alexander Zverev last year, so he's definitely a player to keep an eye on. It's certainly shaping up to be an interesting tournament. Thanks for the insights, Helena. In a similar vein of thrilling sports events, Week 17 of the NFL season has certainly been a roller coaster, with some significant changes in the playoff picture. Let's start with the Cleveland Browns, where quarterback Joe Flacco continued his hot streak in another Browns win. Helena, what's your take on Flacco's performance and its impact on the Browns' season? Well, Stephen, Flacco's performance has been nothing short of impressive. He's leading the NFL in passing since Week 13, and his first-half performance against the Jets was the best of his career. He's really stepped up and taken charge of the Browns' offense, and it's paying off. The Browns are now a difficult team to beat, and much of that is due to Flacco's leadership on the field. Meanwhile, the San Francisco 49ers clinched the NFC's number one seed, and the Baltimore Ravens clinched the AFC's number one seed. How significant are these achievements for these teams? Securing the number one seed is a major accomplishment. It guarantees home field advantage throughout the playoffs, which can be a significant edge. For the 49ers, this is particularly important as they've been dealing with some injuries. Having a first-round bye gives them a chance to rest and recover. As for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson has been playing at an MVP level, and securing the top seed is a testament to his exceptional performance this season. Let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys. They managed a narrow win over the Detroit Lions. What does this mean for the Cowboys moving forward? The Cowboys have been a bit inconsistent lately, but this win was crucial. It's always better to enter the playoffs on a high note, and this win, albeit narrow, 
gives them some positive momentum. However, they'll need to be more efficient in the red zone if they want to make a deep playoff run. And finally, the New York Jets suffered a heavy loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. What went wrong for the Jets? The Jets' defense, which is supposed to be their strength, was completely outplayed by the Jaguars. They were exposed in the middle of the field, with their linebackers and safeties struggling in pass coverage. This loss raises questions about whether they need to tweak their defense in the offseason. It's been an eventful week in the NFL, with teams battling for playoff spots and players stepping up in crucial moments. Thanks for your insights, Helena. Shifting from the football field to the tennis court, two-time Grand Slam champion Petra Kvitova has kicked off 2024 with some exciting personal news. She's expecting her first child with her husband, Jiri Vanek, who is also her longtime coach. Helena, what does this mean for Kvitova's tennis career? Well, Stephen, it's definitely a significant moment in Kvitova's life. She's currently ranked 17th and has had a successful career, winning Wimbledon in 2011 and 2014. However, this news might impact her plans for the upcoming tennis season. Kvitova was included on the Australian Open entry list, which was released in early December. The first Grand Slam tournament of the year begins on January 14th. Do we know if her pregnancy news will change her plans for the Australian Open? At this point, Stephen, it's not immediately clear if Kvitova's pregnancy will affect her participation in the Australian Open. It's a decision that will likely be influenced by a variety of factors, including her health and the advice of her medical team. It's certainly a delicate balance for athletes, particularly in a sport as physically demanding as tennis. We wish Kvitova all the best in this exciting new chapter of her life. Thanks for your insights, Helena. In a surprising turn of events on the basketball court, Stanford University's team pulled off a victory over number four Arizona with a score of 182 in a Pac-12 matchup. Freshman guard Kanane Carlisle and Spencer Jones led the Cardinal with 25 and 21 points respectively. Helena, this was quite the upset, wasn't it? Indeed, Stephen. This victory marks Stanford's first over a ranked opponent since they beat Arizona last season. It's also their eighth win over a ranked team since 2020. Stanford's coach, Gerard Haas, called it the peak moment of the season and gave his players permission to enjoy this win for the rest of the year. Stanford's performance was quite impressive, especially their three-point shooting. Can you tell us more about that? Absolutely, Stephen. Stanford made a school record 16 three-pointers in this victory. Freshman guard Kanan Carlisle was particularly impressive, scoring 13 of his 25 points in the first half and making all four of his three-point shots. Andrei Stokovic also contributed significantly with 16 points. Arizona, on the other hand, seemed to struggle. What happened there? Arizona had a tough time finding their rhythm, especially in the first half. They shot just 41.2% from the field and 25% from long distance. Even though Caleb Love led Arizona with 23 points, it wasn't enough to overcome Stanford's early lead and consistent performance. This win could potentially give Stanford a significant confidence boost as they head into a three-game trip against UCLA, USC, and Oregon State. What are your thoughts on that, Helena? I agree, Stephen. This win shows that Stanford can compete with top-tier teams. As Stojakovic said after the game, they believe they can make a lot of noise in the Pac-12. It will be interesting to see how this victory impacts their performance in the upcoming games. Well, it certainly will be interesting to watch. Thanks for your insights, Helena. And with that, we conclude our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Current Radio, and we look forward to joining you again tomorrow.